United States submarine base at Key West, Florida. The dispatch that quoted President Truman's press secretary, Charles Cross, as saying that President Truman has no knowledge of any secret project by this government that would give substance to the existence of such objects. Cross also said that both the Air Force and the Navy deny that such objects... Oh, hey. Hi. Oh, hey. Fancy seeing you here. Yeah, long, long, long time. No long see, time no I, see. I was focusing um, on how little of a chin I had when I did that, and then I was looking so hard at my computer screen that I noticed how dirty it is, and I got distracted. Yeah, really great job keeping it together right now. Um, hey, what's up? My name is Noelle, and I am the girl who you will see sitting alone eating at a vegan restaurant because it just opened up and I don't want to wait for anyone else even if I have to go alone and I'm Chelsea um, who needed a Benadryl because I was having an allergy attack but Noel has fucking freaked me out because you keep sending me TikToks about how Benadryl causes like causes Alzheimer's and I'm like does. one more away <laughs> it does. but I really needed it because I had hives I- all over my head the one I sent you has an alternative option. You can't just take a fucking Claritin if you're having, like, hives all over your face. It's got to be a Benny, man. No, there are other options other than Claritin, you fucking dipshit. What, for, like, falling asleep? No, for Not allergies. for an allergy attack? Like, that's all you got over the counter. Otherwise, you got to go to the hospital. This I just feel like this is incorrect information, but oh, um, I feel like it's some. I feel like it's correct. I have seen so many studies come out linking Benadryl to Alzheimer's, and then Chelsea's just out here eating them like fucking gushers, and I'm like, we're gonna lose her. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna lose. I don't know. Her. I'm allergic to existing. Like I am just well, perpetually covered in hives on my head. Like you can't get them on your head. Um, what can you take other? Oh, see, look at second. Second search. I just said, what can you take? And it was, what can you take for anxiety? And what can you take other than Benadryl for an allergic reaction? Look at these. Zyrtec. Zyrtec. Allegra. Not to be argumentative. Not to be argumentative. I'm going to do it a little bit. But also, Benadryl is so much more affordable. I can get like a bathtub full of Benadryl for pennies and to get well you're not going to be able to is like 25 dollars you're not going to be able to afford any of it when you don't remember your name what about what's there to remember (laughs) what's there to remember (laughs) look at me i got hives on my head 24 fucking seven i need to sometimes sometimes you make a good point yeah well when we experience the horrors of the world i just would like someone to be there with me and that has to be you so stop taking (laughs) Benadryl, you All right, I did it. So I've stopped taking it to fall asleep because you've ruined it for me. Um, <laughs> Good. So, I hope the fear mongering campaign works. Well, so now I'm just getting like two hours of sleep every night because I'm just mm-hmm. a fucking wake. I took NyQuil. Mm-hmm. Didn't even. Normally, I got to mix NyQuil with a little bit of wine with Benadryl. God. Like. <laughs> Dude, I'm just fucking awake You're and just, roofing yourself. Yeah, I'm awake and I'm just fucking itchy all the time. Oh I don't know God. what to do. There's <laughs> no escape. I'm awake and itchy. That's too much. Yeah, that um, is too much. You also got to chill with the NyQuil. I was addicted to NyQuil when I was in high school for going to bed. And then they created ZQuil. And I got addicted to that too. And then like all the studies came out about ZQuil being like, no, you will get addicted to it and you won't be able to sleep without oh, it. Dude, and that's I was what like, I've been mixing with my NyQuil lately is ZQuil. 
You've been mixing both? You're making like a jungle juice of like barbiturates. <laughs> I'm <laughs> You're crazy. so awake. I'm just you, so awake and itchy all the time. I you need to do. like just go get a sleeping medication prescribed. And if you told your doctor, if you sat your doctor down, not your quack doctor, like your real doctor um, who actually studies medicine and was like, hey, I'm going to keep it straight with you. Um, I have a problem sleeping and I've done all the woo-woo shit. I've tried a dream journal. I've tried like turning off like all the apps and the phones and the computers at a certain time. I've tried a white noise machine. I've tried all of it. And so now I am making cocktails of red wine, NyQuil, ZQuil, and Benadryl to go to sleep. So if you would like to prescribe me a sleeping medication, I would be all ears. Now, I'm sure you know what I'm going to say. But I've already talked to my doctor about this. And I think the response was just like, damn, that's crazy. Have you tried not using your cell phone an hour before you go to bed? But that's what I said. I'm As someone who also has a yeah. sleeping problem and was successfully prescribed fucking Ambien at 18 because I come in prepared because I know they're going to hit me with that shit. I know, unlike your pussy brain, I know they're going to hit me with that shit and be like, well, have you tried melatonin? Have you tried a sleepy time tea? Have you tried journaling before bed? Have you tried blackout curtains? Have you tried a whale noise machine? Have you tried turning your phone on sleep mode? Yes! And I'm still here. And then that's how you get you I, have to start with that. You can't come in after they recommend it and you, you just have to be like, so I've done my research and I've tried this, this, that, and this. Because that's the other thing. They get triggered when you say, like, I've done my research. Because then they're like, I can't prescribe my foo-foo lame shit because she already yeah. knows. And so now they're like, well, you know what your research can't get you? Fucking 500 milligrams of Ambien. <laughs> yeah, I do just need that straight up Ambien. I don't know why. I think there's something, like, flagged in my file where it's like, do not help her. I yelled at no, a cop just, once like, on St. Patrick's Day, and he said he was going to put it in my file. Maybe that was the file he was talking about, because <laughs> it's never there's been no repercussions with the police since then. But my the vibes with the doctors have been rancid, and I think he had something to do with it. I think you have something to do with that. You keep picking, like... I'm a pap the, at the doctor's office, that's for sure. You were just like... Y- yeah, your experiences with doctors is so insane. It's like... I assume that when you walk into your doctor's office, he's either like just getting done jacking off and like hiding his dick in his pants or like he's blowing out the incense after like doing those like deep core breathing meditations. Yeah. He's like, yes, come in. And he just tells you to go heal your like throat chakra. Like those are your doctors and that's why you suffer. <laughs> I don't know. Even when I went to the doctor if the bird flew or when I went to Instacare because that bird flew into my head and I got double pink eye, they were just like, <laughs> we don't believe you. And I'm like, the evidence is here, man. <laughs> I got double pink eye. <laughs> And the only thing that happened was a bird attack. And they just didn't care. Also, working at an Instacare, like the worst form of um, medical attention you can receive. And if you came into the Instacare where all I'm doing is like fixing broken arms and people who have COVID. And and you come in swinging like a bird flew into my face and I have double pink eye. I would be like, get this schizophrenic woman out of our fucking waiting room. We have real shit to deal (laughs) with. I was so sincerely upset because double pink eye for like two weeks. I'm like, this is enough. I can't do anything. I won't even let my boyfriend look at me. I'm wearing sunglasses in the house. They didn't care. There's no bedside manner with double pink eye. (laughs) Just stop touching your fucking asshole and touching your eyes. Dude, I even like bought 
eye medicine off the internet thankfully can still see we'll find out the damage because i'm going to an (laughs) eye doctor tomorrow but they're like you have cataracts (laughs) (laughs) they're like where'd you get your fucking eye drops from and i'm like the internet (laughs) just bleach yeah oh fucking anyway we're not talking about any of this anyway we are maybe we're talking about it and i don't know because my life has just been a toilet yeah maybe maybe this is these are the byproducts of what we're talking about today there has to be something that's not inherently and directly my fault. And I'm going to cling to that like a life raft. <laughs> yeah, clearly. <laughs> uh, so the first thing I want to talk about is just a quick venting. Just need to quickly vent because I'm so mm-hmm. fucking sick of video games. And here's why. why. Here's why, Noel. Literally every time I try to do research for literally anything. And I'm sure you run across the same thing unless our algorithms are totally different, which I'm sure they are. Uh, everything comes up is like a video game recommendation. So for example, this episode, which we're talking about cursed objects and a particular cursed object, all that came up was a video game called Phasmophobia, which is a survival game. I'm going to boycott it forever, even though I'd never heard of it. <laughs> but the same thing happened when the Flatwoods Monster research, remember? All it was was Fallout. Yeah, I was going to say, I remember the Flatwoods Monster and Fallout, but I was able to find, like, pretty quickly, like, 10 articles about cursed objects. I don't... Are you still using Bing? I only ever use Bing. So... <laughs> well, once again... The thing, with, the thing with Bing, too, is, like, if you're searching something on Google and you hit minus and then put in the keyword you want to avoid, Google will filter that out of your results, Bing is just like, you want to know more? Uh, but if I search on Google, they've like, the, maybe the cop flagged me there too, because it's like, <laughs> do you have sleeping yeah. problems? And I'm like, no, just, I just want to know about the objects. So, okay. Uh, but I'm well, sick of it. Well, it has to stop. Yeah, once again, cling to nothing being your fault. Yeah. <laughs> Tried everything in the form of doing nothing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I'm out of options. Yeah. You hate to so see anyway. it. Those of you who didn't pick up on it, the context of that, we're talking about cursed objects. Sure are. Noelle, have you ever had a cursed object come into your life? You know, this is the thing. I'm, I've seen so many cursed people, cursed things, cursed places. I think um, if you listen to our Patreon episode, my most recent cursed place is my DMs. Mm-hmm. Um, I just... I just feel like I'm right now I'm at the point where I'm like, show me something that isn't cursed. Show me where there is not a curse. Show me. You remember those like email chains that were like, if you don't forward this to 20 people, you're like going to die. We fucked ourselves up because I never forwarded them. And now I look. never forwarded it. I, and I really do think that that's been my longest curse, but they're everywhere. I feel, I feel like someone could even say I've had, People say things to me in a text message. And I was like, well, my day is going to be horrific because that was clearly a curse. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I broke so. a mirror once. Got to start over at that point. You just yeah. got to like reset your whole life. Yeah, it's true. Um, I've definitely stumbled across a curse object. Uh, the Daredevil movie broke my fucking VHS player. And that was the last time I was ever to watch, able to watch a movie on it. So thanks, Ben Affleck. You ruined Daredevil and now you've ruined Batman. yeah i was gonna say not only was the curse that it broke your um, vhs player but the curse was that you were forced to watch that yeah and it was a rented fucking movie and i couldn't get it out oh my god and then you got hit with paying for (sighs) 
probably $30 for that VHS. My parents sure did. Or they oh just, my God. I'm sure I didn't tell them because I was too scared to tell them. And then it and just then, never got returned. And you know what? The Reams. That's how Blockbuster yeah. is out of business. <laughs> yeah, it was the, because of you. The Reams and Layton had a tiny little movie section in the corner. And you know what? I never returned the Daredevil. And it's wow. probably still in that VHS player, which has since been donated or thrown away. Wow. I never ended the curse. I should have passed it on to someone else, but I didn't. Yeah, it, it's like the ring a little bit. Like you yeah. were forced to watch it and now you're like, God, oh, the girl in the well's coming. I need to make someone take this off my hands. Yeah, except and it in was this some... case it's Ben Affleck and his shitty back tattoo. You ugh, never forget. You know that like some fucking hipster kid who's like collecting VHS right now today, probably yesterday, picked that bitch up at uh, DI and is about to be in for a fucking treat. Yeah, I hope. This is going to sound terrible, but I hope he inherits all the juju from that because I'm sick. I, mean, I, I can't take it anymore. If there's anything I know about curses, that's how it works, right? Yeah. It's uh, it's like it follows. I got to pass mm-hmm. it on to someone else. Yeah. You got to give the curse STD on to someone else. Yeah. So as someone, I would, I would describe maybe both of us as chronically unlucky. I would agree. Um. I'm particularly you perhaps with relationships and everything else. Yeah. Me with like my family staying alive. Yeah. That uh, is your curse. Birds not attacking my fucking head. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. You know, both of us being able to stay in upright positions. We just randomly fall. That's hard. Um, Yeah. My knee is black. I'll show you a picture. (laughs) I think I laughed for 16 hours cumulatively at that video. Yeah, like, once again, we ended the year with you still getting your karmic retribution, so <laughs> you're I welcome. Just, I think, like, Bear pooped in the house, and I was picking it up, and I'm like, what? Nothing's going to snap me out of this starting my day off terribly, and then it'd pop in my head, and I'd be like, <laughs> poo out of my rug, so thank you for that. You're welcome. Um, I, I'm sure, though, during some point in our lives, we have stumbled across artifacts or things that require some sort of respect or reverence, but I'm not sure I would qualify those as cursed. Mm. Maybe hallowed. Uh, Is that the difference? I think, uh, yeah, like according to an an article from Vice, there are things that have to be checked off in order for something to be considered a cursed object. And the qualifications there are very short. Um, yeah, because I was going to say, when I looked it up, it was just like, a curse is a solemn utterance intended to invoke a supernatural power to inflict harm or punishment on someone or something. So I interpreted this as like, literally anything can be cursed if you just say it's cursed. If you just curse oh, it. okay. Um, in J.W. Auker's book, Cursed Objects, Strange But True Stories of the World's Most Infamous Items, he said that the only thing needed to designate something as cursed is that it has to cause harm. So I guess there has to be like intention and then reaction, I suppose, for somebody to be cursed. So like you can curse a million objects, but if it doesn't actually cause harm to someone or something, then it doesn't actually matter. That's yeah, fair. Pissing in the wind. That's true. Okay. I didn't talk about it in this, but we learned a little bit about like the shaman wars where shamans would fight in spiritual warfare. And it sounded a lot like cursed items Um, in the best TV show ever invented supernatural. They're like witch. They have like little witch sacks that can curse people. And those are insane because you have to like destroy the little witch satchel or you fucking die. But they hide it in like the cookie jar. 
you which know, is just innocuous. You know, that's that's one of my favorite parts of like the uh, TikTok trends of like the people who go magnet hunting and they just like throw magnets into bodies of water and pull shit out and then they'll find witch jars and then it's just seven hundred thousand comments being like put it back yeah put it back even even in the I comments love. when people are uh-huh. like i do not accept or claim this energy yeah, i do not <laughs> like, claim this energy uh yeah tiktok told me i got cursed with the whole matches thing like if you throw if you drop two lit matches and they cross into an yeah. x it says you're yeah. cursed that is true you were cursed i was cursed and then oliver did it and I was like, maybe they cross every time. He dropped the maggot, the maggots, the, the matches. <laughs> he basically dropped them in an X, and then they ended up in two completely separate rooms. He is yeah, just so you're, blessed. Because you're cursed, and he's not. It just yeah. is what it is, you know? But you did get me the hex ring, and I think that that helps, so thank you. Yeah, yeah. And then it did shatter, but, you know, you got to just keep getting another one. It only shattered after I yelled at you. I think we are See? fighting whether or not dogs go to heaven, and I slammed my hand down See? on the desk, and it exploded. Because Mine lasted once the again. longest, though. Mine lasted almost a year. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Mine shattered into a million pieces at the Hustler Strip Club in New Orleans. So. Nice. So, oh, I know. remember I was yelling at you, saying there were no gray Jedi, and it just fucking erupted. So Again. It's just like the proof is just right here in the stories. <laughs> um, but you got me another one, which I appreciate. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, I need to put it back on. I'm not wearing it right now. But See? Again. Are you wearing yours? No. So, well, there you go. This is why, you know what? Yeah. We have solutions, and yet we decide to not Choose to be better. miserable. <laughs> yeah. Um, but speaking of cursed objects, we're going to talk yeah. about perhaps the most famously cursed object in the entire world which is the Hope Diamond. Yeah, I even know that this is cursed. I don't know why exactly, but I do know that it's bad. I've heard of it before, um, and it's so wretched in its history that it actually took over the entire episode because we were going to do a bunch of different items, and then mm-hmm. this one just immediately took over. Yeah, yep, yep. So let's go into the history that we know is the whites, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, a history with white mankind begins in the 1600s when a French merchant named Jean Tavernier. Great job. Thank you. Acquired a crudely cut blue diamond. He later sold it to King Louis XIV of France, who let his royal jewelers cut the diamond into its infamous setting that we kind of know and fear today. It does get changed a little bit. Um, but in some looting events of 1792, the blue diamond was stolen and ended up being passed around for almost 50 years. Its exact whereabouts kind of unknown. We think we have a good idea of it. We will go into that. But um, eventually, it just kind of bounced from merchant to merchant, person to person. And then others believe at some point it was acquired by King George VI in the United Kingdom. Um, but he died with so much debt that it was impossible to determine if it was actually ever in his possession because all his assets were sold off. Mm. Um, but let's, let's actually really quick before we go into its victims, go into its namesake where Please. it became known as the hope diamond. So it wasn't until 1839 that a man named Henry, Henry Philip hope cataloged his collection of rare gems and the diamond was amongst his precious stones. Part of the mystery of the diamond is that at this point, um, despite his meticulous record keeping, Henry Hope never documented where he got the diamond or how much it actually cost him. After his death, the diamond went into a bit of a whirlwind of ownership for quite some time. 
Um, initially, his nephew got it, who then passed it to his grandson, who then passed it off to a family to settle his debts, who then sold it to a man in New York, where it eventually ended up at auction, where it was purchased, sold for debts, and so on and so forth. Okay. There isn't too much about the diamond at this time, um, and obviously it wasn't in any one place for too long. In 1910, it did come into the possession of Evelyn Wash McLean, who famously had the diamond put into its setting as she did not like it in its current condition. So when you look up the Hope Diamond today, you're going to see Evelyn's modified version of it. Okay. It's just like a little bit more gaudy, like Heart of the Ocean from Titanic. It literally looks like the Heart of the Ocean. (laughs) Like, they're basically the same. Um, I'm sure I've seen this necklace and thought it was Heart of the Ocean and vice versa. Yeah. So after Evelyn's death in 1947, the famous jeweler, Harry Winston, which the only reason I know about him is because of Legally Blonde, where she's like, he got her the new Harry Winston. Oh, yeah. Um, He purchased Evelyn's entire jewelry collection, which included the diamond. From there, they would exhibit the piece until November 10th, 1958, when they finally donated it to the Smithsonian. Now, if that was its only history, it would be pretty boring. Um, So you might be asking yourself, What makes it so cursed? Well, let's jump back into the beginning of this diamond and uh, go through some of the owners and mention them a little bit more with more detail one by one. Please. I figured it was just that it was um, used and passed on and sold and used and passed on for debt year after year after year that caused it to get cursed, which seems fair. It was just capitalism, baby. Yeah. The the ultimate curse of it all. (laughs) Yeah. So, remember, we did quickly mention that Jean d'Avernier sold the diamond to the French monarchy after he acquired it on his travels as a merchant. What we really mean by that is that he actually stumbled across a Hindu statue and, transfixed by its beautiful blue stones set in his eyes, decided to steal them. Ugh, a story as old as time. (laughs) Colonialism. Absolutely. One of those diamonds obviously came to be known as the Hope Diamond. So shortly after, he sold the diamond to King Louis XIV. Uh, Reports state that Jean came down with a terrible fever, which wasn't too weird for the time. But then he was eaten alive by wolves. Oh. (laughs) You know, that one I didn't see coming. I could see him dying of, like, tuberculosis because he, like, didn't wash his hands. But eaten alive by wolves, it's incredible. It's fresh. It's funky. Like, I expect that more than someone dying of old age at that time. But wolves. Yeah. Never wolves. Creative. Yeah. So let's get to King Louis XIV, who didn't have that easy of a life either. His wife, who he did seem to love according to reports, but it's always hard to know if they really loved their arranged marriages or not. By loved, they mean like he just didn't hit her in public. Yeah. He he actually said that, uh, well, so she died of the complications of an infected cyst and her death was miserable she fucking suffered um in her death he did say that that was literally the only time she had ever done anything to like impact him in a negative way like that he always spoke highly of her i guess is which Mm -hmm. is why people are like oh yeah he liked her at the very least um but he was he was sad after she died um all of their so they had six children together all of them died except one who did manage to live um, into adulthood, but he still died before his dad did. Mm, good. Yeah. And Sounds then, about right. Yeah. So, and then Gangrene got old Papa Louie and he kicked the bucket too. 
Incredible. Honestly, incredible that we've made it this far. Yeah. So they didn't get out. And I don't see like royal families dying of like diseases of dirt. You know what I mean? Like I do. These motherfuckers are like afraid of soap. Yes. But at the same time, like their affluence kept, kept them away from like the damn Yeah, but they're also diseases. the reason why like we have Merkins, which are just fucking toupees for your pubes to hide all your STDs. That's so true. like yeah. they weren't they were in this they it's were like, in the thicks of it. Diasyphilis then. Not gangrene. I digress. One and the same at that point. Sure. Yeah, you're right. When you're right, you're right. Um next, <laughs> the diamond passed to a man who worked for the king king, and his name is Nicholas Fouquet. <laughs> I would say is the French pronunciation as a dumb American. I just want to say, fuck it. I was um, going to say, taking, taking <laughs> everything in me to not say, yeah. fuck it. <laughs> but, um, after some time, uh, poor Nicholas fell out of favor from the court and he was sentenced to life imprisonment, um, which you may say doesn't sound so bad considering how some of these other people died. Um, but if you think that Nicholas sounds familiar, it's because he is the likeliest candidate for the inspiration for the very real man in the iron mask. Did okay. not have a good time. Yeah. Miserable time. Um, next, the diamond went back to the French monarchy with Louis the 16th, who gave it to his wife, AKA Marie Antoinette. Oh, you know, she, I notorious bad time. Yes. Obviously notorious bad time. She did have. Yeah. So obviously that didn't work out because they were both fucking beheaded. Um, the next one, this one's, we're going to go in deep on this one because this one is terrible. Um, so from then the diamond was passed to a woman in Marie Antoinette's court and her name was Marie Louis, uh, princess de Lamballe. It doesn't matter. Marie Great job. It was passed to Marie. Um, she was also killed in the French revolution in 1792, but her death was rough, man. Like it wasn't no gangrene. So at the time of the French Revolution, the people were tired of suffering at the hands of the elite, so they gathered up everybody who was royal, important, affluent, or affiliated enough to prosecute. So the fact that Marie was in Marie Antoinette's court, essentially guilty, right? You know, yeah, I mean, I get it. Also, the French Revolution, one of my favorite. Best revolution. You gotta love it. You gotta love to see it. So sometimes it's, heads have to roll. It's so wild to me, like, there is such a stigma against the French in the United States. And I don't know if this is the same as the rest of the world, but it's like, oh, they don't know how to win a war. But then you look at their revolutions and like their people putting up, like, didn't their like hours get cut a little bit recently? And then they were like, yeah. going to burn this. Yeah. And I'm like, damn, the French, are, we thought it was a game, but they haven't been playing. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, you lost a few wars. Sure. But, like, the revolutions that they've had are why the French just, like, chain smoke inside still and eat baguettes, like, seven times a day and work for three days a week. And then if you ask them for something, they'll simply say no. And that's that. And, they and sleep easy at night. Yeah. That's and I the think tr truest blessing of all. That's the real winner of the war, if you want to think about it metaphysically. Yes. I think they really won the war. Because look at America, man. That's what I'm saying. What the fuck? Oh, yeah. So um, we got, you know, we got a few under our belt, but what do we have to show for it? You know? Misery. We don't have a fucking three-day work week and you just take a nap in the middle of it. Yeah. <sighs> we so. should have let them just take over. 
you know? I know. Why do we have to fight back? You know what I'm saying? Look how weak Britain is. We could have just had that. (laughs) I know. know. Oh, man. I'm still going to go hard if anyone ever, if any British person ever comes for me. But I'll I'll roll over for the French, I think. That's true. So anyway, Marie had been held in a women's prison alongside Madame de Tourzel and was waiting for her time in court to plead her case to the masses. So the Madame went up first, and she was actually found innocent of any crimes, there was a little bit of side story here because there was an actual scarlet Pimpadel who came in who like got Marie's daughter out and then he ended up getting the Madame out. He was like, no, she's innocent. And he got enough of the crowd on her side. Um, he wasn't able to do the same for Marie, but I was like, I also didn't know that that was a thing. Um, we should do a French Revolution episode. Fuck it. Yeah, we've got to. Um, so anyway, uh, Marie went up next and it is from the journals of the Madame that we know what happened next wah, um, wah, wah. so according to <laughs> madame madame guillotine.co.uk i'm gonna say Fan- trigger warning fantastic fantastic name for that website yeah i'm i'm gonna put in a little bit of a trigger warning i don't ever know what's gonna trigger people but it's just this is rated r content that's fair um so quote to the surprise of absolutely no one she was found guilty by the tribunal after she denied any knowledge or treasonous plots emanating from the royal court and then refused to take an oath proclaiming her hatred of the king, queen, and monarchy, although she accepted the oath of her loyalty to liberty and equality. She was then led out of the courtyard where the mob awaited her. Can I just say, one of the best sentences to come out of the English language, to the surprise of absolutely no one, I think that everyone needs to appreciate that. That is such a beautiful saying absolute yeah. fucking chef's kiss to and, that and the uh the bar really was on the floor because the madame got out of it because the the guy who came in was like she doesn't even like the monarchy and she's like true fuck them and they're like one of us and let her go it wasn't even that's all they were doing was like just say you don't agree with the way that the monarchy treated us essentially and they were letting people go yeah, this, what a pussy girl, dude. See, I would totally have yeah. thrived in the French Revolution because I would have been like, fuck up. I'll piss on their graves right now. I'll do it right fucking now. Who am I hating like, on? Biden, yeah, just, fuck him. Like, I just go up there and be like, you want to know what the problem with, you know, pissing on the monarch's grave is? I'll eventually run out of piss. 100%. And then they'll be like, let her go. Yeah. <laughs> let her right? go. I'll fight Marie Antoinette right now. I'll do it. That's sick. Prissy girl is not. She would get cosplay me. as a poor person. Yeah, I would. Be, I would something. cosplay as a poor person if they're like they're killing the elites. Well, no, be, like, she wasn't. My tin she can. wasn't doing it in a save my yeah, life type yeah, of way. Yeah. She was doing it in a like I'm so spoiled and rich that I want to pretend to be poor for a day because I'm yeah, bored and I'm sick fun. of doing heroin Lindsay. and passing out in a pile of baguettes. <sighs> yeah, because I assume that's just what she ate and yeah. maybe a croissant every now and then. Prove it otherwise. We won yeah. the war. We write the history. Exactly. I'm retelling it now. So, <laughs> uh, we are told by numerous sources that the princess Marie was either hit from behind and fell into the ground or was run through with a sword and then eviscerated. In an orgy of violence, she was then apparently stripped, tortured, and terribly mutilated by the gleeful crowd who were keen to enact their loathing of the queen on the body of one of her closest friends. Axel de Fersen wrote to the Duke of Sodermanland. That's <laughs> There's dots over letters in that, and I'm doing my best. Um, 
and he said that, quote, the Princess de Lambal was most fearfully tortured for four hours. My pen jibs at giving details. They tore off her breasts with their teeth and then did all possible for two whole hours to force her back to consciousness to make her death the more agonizing. I just think it's funny how he is okay with saying they tore off her breasts with their teeth and then was just like, but I will be shy and coy about the rest of it. Yeah. Um, And then, (laughs) so quoting, after this, her head, and according to some accounts, also her heart and genitalia were placed on pikes and then paraded along with her naked, mutilated body through the streets before being waved in front of the windows of the temple so that Marie Antoinette, who hadn't been beheaded yet at this time, could see them before being dumped at a boundary stone on the Rue Saint Antoine. That That's is fucking crazy. <sighs> That they is fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah, they did. So, yeah, they fucking did. Yeah, they fucking did. They were mad. That's. Uh, I think they were a little mad. A little mad. Yeah. That's some a bit might escalated, say, as Olivia Benson say, would say. They escalated. A little, a little um, aggravated. So later that day, the rest of Marie's bot, um, rest of Marie's body was taken to an administrative office uh, office to be processed. To be processed? Um, like what? Middle of folders? <laughs> yeah. Uh, there. Because they're a dignified society. You know what I mean? They pick mm. up the pieces when they're done mutilating people. That makes sense. Um, there, the clerk went through her pockets and noticed a gold ring and a blue stone, which mm. was, ding, 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 the Hope Diamond. Wow. From here, the diamond passed to a jeweler named Wilhelm Falls. Um, he recut the diamond just a bit to get it a, a better shape. But before he could do anything else with it, he was murder-suicided by his son. Wow. See it? You hate to hear about yeah. it. Um, it then went to a I green- mean, this is looking like a pretty, pretty, pretty cursed diamond. It's like 10 for 10 so far, right? Like, yeah, it has diamond 10. Zero L's. Yeah. It's uh, 100% undefeated. It's like Nick Cage in the box office. Just W's all the way down. Oh, speaking of speaking of Nick Cage, did you see um, the preview for Renfield? Yes. And we got to go Do you opening like it? night. I love everything he, that man does. We got to go opening night, right? Is it a movie or is it a series? I thought it was a movie. Is, is it, it not a movie? Someone uh, told me it was a movie. I got to research. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, don't quote me on it. Oh, don't quote me on it either. I'm quite dumb. Uh, The diamond (laughs) then went to a Greek merchant named Simon M. I am just abbreviating his last name because hashtag public school. Um, But it's okay to gloss over this one because this guy um, ended it fairly quickly by driving his wife and son off a cliff in his car and killed everyone. Wow. Wow. Again, zero L's taken by the diamond. It is perfect batting average. Um, Then we get to Evelyn, the lovely lady who put the Hope Diamond in the setting that we know and love today. But she really didn't have it any easier. Um, At first, she only used the diamond to make her dog's collar look prettier. But then eventually she took wearing it herself. Nothing happened to the dog, which I like that the Hope Diamond does that. I do like that, (laughs) but also... Any woman who would put this like crazy diamond in their dog's collar is probably going to have a fucking horrific death, right? 
she didn't have a good one. Well, she didn't have a good life. Um, So according to Mental Floss, quote, first her mother-in-law died. Her son died at the age of nine. Her husband left her for another woman and later died in a mental hospital. Her daughter died of a drug overdose at 25, and she eventually had to sell her newspaper. The Washington Post, and she died owing huge debts. Isn't that crazy? The Washington Post getting sold is from the Hope fucking Diamond. That is crazy. Yeah. And then Evelyn's surviving kids sold the diamond to Harry Winston, coming full circle. Um, And then nine years later, Harry Winston mailed the gem to the Smithsonian for $2.44 in postage and $155 in insurance. Oh, man. There was something dark that happened to him, and he was like, fuck it. Yeah. Fuck it. Um, But even guess what? The mailman who took the Hope Diamond to the Smithsonian did not get off scot-free either. He was a man named James Todd. And not only was his leg crushed in an accident and he suffered a massive head injury after, but his house burned down and his wife died too. Fucking shit, man. And if you even still have doubts, like we didn't cover every single person who touched the diamond and the terrible fates that they found. But no, go ahead and read off a little bit down that list of some of the deaths of the people who just like touched past with the diamond. Let's see. Jean-Baptiste, torn to pieces by wild dogs. Madame de Montspon, um, deserted by the king and ruined, whatever that means. Oh, we already did Nick. We already did Marie Antoinette. We already did her. Beheaded under the guillotine. Ruined financially. Suicide. Died in misery and want. I mean, that's... This is also from a newspaper. So, like, what do they mean? Why are they adding a that? A very old Just newspaper, like, yeah. Yeah. Misfortune ending with death of favorite son. Also brutal for the not favorite son. <laughs> I know. He's like, what the fuck, man? Um, financial trouble scandal. Unhappy marriage. Ruined and unhappy. Financial reverses. So, I guess that's a fun way of saying poor. Lost everything, yeah. <laughs> Insanity and suicide. Slain by revolutionist, killed by her lover, thrown over a, I can't read that. Precipice? Pre- oh, it's totally saying precipice. And killed, tortured, imprisoned, hanged in the streets by a Turkish mob, strangled, killed by her master. Was this someone who was, like, captured? Yeah. No. Dethroned? That seems pretty fucking light and compared uh-huh. to the rest of these. Hanged, drowned off Singapore, and... um. This last person's only son was killed by a car. And these are people who like didn't even necessarily like own it. They just happened to have it for a time or they came across it or they were transporting it. Every one of them ended in misery. I wonder what the Smithsonian is doing to like not die. That's a really good question because once it came to the uh, the Smithsonian, I couldn't actually find anything where it's where people have been cursed by it. but Or we can just say that the Smithsonian has been covering up the deaths of like the interns who have to go and dust it off every six save, months. Right? Oh, yeah. Um, but I also think the Smithsonian keeps it away from people in the way that like the Annabelle doll is kept from the masses by the mm. Warren legacy, where maybe its power is kind of taken away because people think that you have to like closely interact with a cursed object in order to be cursed by it. Mm. Yeah. Um, They're not like actually touching it anymore. 
Yeah, or maybe it has like it had a death count and it filled it, and now it's done. And this maybe it's just surrounded by a bunch of mirrors, so you're never actually looking directly at it. You're just looking at reflections. Yeah. Um, But I have to ask, like, if given the chance, would you own this? Absolutely not. I wouldn't either. No way. Like, I'm going to become more poor. I'm going to become more depressed. Why risk that? (laughs) No, it's not worth it. No. Yeah. I don't give a fuck about diamonds either. Especially ones that want to kill me. <laughs> yeah. Like, if there's going to be someone. Their power. That's what I'm saying. And if there's going to be someone or something to take me out, it's going to be me, not a diamond. <laughs> yeah. And I'm doing a great job on my own. <laughs> exactly. So, like, I don't need help. I don't need exactly. assistance with the misery of just. Just suffering. This. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Just not a good time. Um, I'm even deleting the picture of it from my trash box. I'm like, get the whole thing off of the computer. But that's it. Well, that's like the Hope Diamond. It was only going to be a brief mention. It was just going to be a hail bop. But mm-hmm. it stuck around like space trash. And here, there you go. That's the terrible legacy of this one single gem. Yeah, I do appreciate this because I had no idea like how many people like it killed. Do you know what I'm saying? It got everyone. Yeah. I don't think anyone came out unscathed. Yeah, it was a motherfucking shooter, that's for sure. I've heard of, like, cursed objects before where it's, like, one person. Oh, it's, like, the same with, like, the Annabelle doll, right? Or, like, anything that the Warrens came across. Or Mm -hmm. even the um, Amityville Horror House where they're, like, nothing's happened. Yeah. It's, like, the people have made it. But there's, I think in this case, like, there's such a consistent, it's bull and strikes man and it got everybody and it's yeah i think it's scary like it, i wouldn't i wouldn't fuck with it yeah no fucking way absolutely not you couldn't pay me no no thank you um but you know what you can pay one dollar to get into our patreon we put out episodes every week um and you can get the link to that in the link tree in all of our bios i'm at noel fane that's at sith lard we are at go to hell podcast in there you can also find a link to kelly holloran or at wildwood owls etsy shop where she makes all of our cool fucking shit and stickers and patches and her cool fucking shit which you should go check out she also made some fantastic new art for us to welcome in the new year of chelsea and i as um furbies um the merch link will be swapped out in there as well so you can look at stuff with that um we also have links to our discord server and our facebook group and if for whatever fucking reason you need to listen to us we've also got links for spotify and apple Podcasts. we can be listened to anywhere podcasts are heard honestly yes and we are switching to uh bonfire because their quality is better yeah 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 yeah. from teespring to bonfire everything's still being donated uh with kelly's stuff we're giving it back to kelly she's uh she could do whatever she wants, but she wants us to donate it. And we're kind of in this, like, I don't want to say like a pissing war, but it's like, I want to pay artists for the work that they create, but she wants to donate the money. But either way, the money made from the Furby shirts will not go to Noel and I. <laughs> it will yeah. either go to pay the artist who made the art or she will subsequently donate it. It is undecided. Yeah. Just know it's going to something good. Not us. Not us. (laughs) (laughs) We've been tainted by even talking about the Hope Diamond today, so we don't get shit. That's what I'm saying. Um, And you know what else I'm saying? Hail Satan. That's what I'm saying. Uh, 
you know, we talked a little, this is going to seem like a tangent, but we talked about the monarchy a little bit, and I'm just going to say Hail Diana, because you know what? That's uh, one true royal who true. I wouldn't want to fucking behead. That is true. You when, would, I would put my head on that block. That's what I'm saying, man. When I say eat the rich, even though she's dead RIP, she would not be included. Yeah, no. She's an exception to the rule every damn time. Every damn time. Every damn oh. day. Yeah, RIP a real one. Yeah. We're doing it for you, Diana. <laughs> We're always doing it for you. <laughs> okay, let's right, get the well, fuck out of here. Okay, bye. Bye.